real quick. The following waste of time may or may not contain offensive and or inappropriate content unsuitable for young audiences. But whatever. How much did this whole setup cost you? Dude, you know what? I'm going to be honest. Be honest. I was really looking for a nice setup. Yeah. Um, but these mics cost me $24. What? Okay. And it came with the mic. Yeah. It came with the pad. It came with the arm. It came with the cable. It came with the arm? It came with the arm. And I actually went to Best Buy the other day. to, And I talked about this on our other show uh, last week. But I bought a really cool, like, $50 mic. It was kind of trendy looking. It was like a snowball looking thing. Mm. Oh, sounded like shit. It was the worst. And I told the guys when I uh, went to um, take the mic back, I was like, you need to take this off the shelf. (laughs) This is a terrible product. Yeah. Do you have any idea how big podcasting is right now? It's like the new late night type thing. Mm -hmm. Like... Joe Rogan is like Johnny Carson, basically. Yeah. I said, people are really, really just wanting to get into podcasting. And how can they when you have such shitty products? I said, if you have any control at all, if you can just like tell the higher ups, you guys, um, let's go ahead and remove this terrible, terrible uh, product from our line because it's really, it's really no good, dude. Hey guys, it's a uh, uh, it's another episode, episode twenty six of the podcast. Welcome, thanks for coming, thanks for stopping by. Uh, really appreciate it. It's gone farther than I ever thought it would. So <laughs> let me just say that. Um, hey, you guys, write to the show, Trash Animals Podcast at Gmail dot com. Send in your track requests. Send in uh, just shitty things that have happened to you, embarrassing things that have happened to you. Maybe uh, you shit your pants because uh, you got too drunk. That happened to me. It's, it wasn't fun at all. Um, but yeah, uh, send in your track requests, send in your stories, send in just anything. And I know you're listening. I know you're listening because I can see the stats. I'm just going to pull up the stats. Here we go. I, I, I know you're listening because I can see where you guys are listening and it's kind of ridiculous that you won't write to the show. Okay? We're talking a couple people in Asia, a couple people a couple people in Europe. Okay? Asia, f- 14 clicks. Come on, you guys. Whether it's just because you listened for like two seconds and you were like, nope. It doesn't matter. Look, top... Top 38, top 10 cities of 38. El Paso, Dallas, Unknown, I don't know where that is. Houston, Mesquite, Denver, Colorado, North Richland Hills, Westaco, Mountain View, California. Singapore, Central Singapore Community Development. If you have the ability to write an email, which you should be able to, Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Joplin, Missouri, um, Los L.A., California, Mesa, Arizona, Graceland, Ma- Graysonville, Maryland? What the hell? What's even out there, you guys? Are you that bored? I appreciate it. Shinagawa, Tokyo? Are you kidding me? I'm gonna kill you if you don't write into the... I'm not... I won't kill you, but 
Just right to the show, you guys. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Pleasant Dundee fucking Scotland. Scotland, if you can hear me right now. Right to the show. Christ on a bike. Uh, we got an email last week saying, you guys, we've reached the quota for accents. You're done. You don't have to enter <laughs> that, I say. Bloody hell. We're going to keep doing it. Cardiff, Wales. You guys, they fucking just write to the show. It's so easy. You just pick up your computer, your whatever you, your electronic device, your phone. Pick up your phone. Write an email. Trashanimalspodcast at gmail.com. It's easy. It's right easy, isn't it? I don't know if that is the correct kind of accent for whales because aren't they like super snooty? I don't know. I do more of like um like a lower class English accent. Uh, you're listening in New York. I can see you. Bunkyo Ku Tokyo? What the hell? You guys... Look. All I'm saying... It's just right to the show. Drop us a line. Say, hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for being complete idiots on the show. Um, I am your friendly neighborhood trash animal, CJ Perez. And Celos cannot be here today because he's on vacation. How lovely. He's on a road trip with his woman. They are trekking across the United States. Um... They're doing all kinds of cool stuff and taking pictures. So, if you guys follow Carlos's personal account, you'll see him and uh, the rest of his group. Um, but we're super excited because um, today I got someone that is actually going to help me do the show, and uh, he's a really cool guy. And um, before we get into that, I think it's important that we start the show off right. (laughs) Careful in there, man. Somebody (laughs) wrecked it. Get your shit together! Kind of. How are they not trash They live into trash. In the trash. Yes. Everybody, we are once again in the trash heap. Fresh pile of trash. Mm. Nice. Smelly trash. And uh, with me today is a really cool guy. Um, he's just really cool. He's really funny. He's got great hair. I'm looking at it right now. It's awesome. I love it. I don't want to rub my face in it, but that's I won't. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome, Mr. Taylor Johnson. Hi. Hello. Hello. Say hello to the people out there hey. in Shinagawa, Tokyo. Oh, my goodness. Are you listening to the Thresh Animals podcast? 
I don't know. That's I don't, I don't think that's how they duck. When, I, see, you compliment my hair. I think your hair is incredible and very beautiful. I do know that about myself. That you have great hair? Mm-hmm. You can recognize that about yourself? Uh, it's not. I mean, it's genetics. I mean, I had nothing to do with it. It's my But grandpa. also, like, you could like you could have a bowl cut. Like, it's not. It's and I not, did. Did you really? I did in, in uh, all, all of elementary. I did, too. It I, was terrible. I had a bowl cut until... I think it was sixth or seventh grade, and then I started sp- spiking it too much, and then, <laughs> and then I just went through some bad phases. And I feel like it's because my parents never trusted me with more than a bowl cut for so long that I didn't know I didn't know how to handle choosing what my hair should look like. I, I, I other it's kids, a, it's a hard, it's a very difficult thing. I, I, you can't. You can't trust a kid to do his own hair. No, no, no. So you got to give him a haircut that's just, you can just wash it and go. Yeah. I think that was the goal with my parents because my dad would just, every time I needed a haircut, he would just just cut it and then- Oh, he did it? Yeah, my dad would cut my hair. Wow. Yeah, and then um, also he would like, he would shave it, um, he would shave my my back of my head like all the way to the top here. Oh, and so, like, I, I would, like, flip over my hair, and it was, like, just all, like, skin. Oh. And so, it was really weird. And it was split down the middle. Mm. And it just wasn't a good look. Did your other siblings have this as well? Um, <laughs> Actually, my sister, she was like, hey, I want a haircut just like CJ. And my mom was like, and no, you don't. And, she, and uh, she was like, um, yeah, I do. And so, my dad would be like... Let's just give her what she wants. So she got the same hair? So you guys yes. look the same? <laughs> we did. And my dad cut her hair like in Is a Is she bowl. younger? Yeah, she's cut. She's two years younger than and I am. And how did you feel like, this is my haircut, now my younger sister is stealing I, I was the just, do? No way. I was just like, finally someone else who can suffer yeah. along with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Honestly, I at that age, I didn't really know anything about like fashion or what looks cool. Right. Um, I knew... I think I knew it's maybe around fifth or sixth grade that it wasn't that cool Mm -hmm. because I got made fun of. I got made fun of a lot regardless, period. But I had like this one guy, his name was Aaron Fuentes. Okay. And Aaron Fuentes, if you're listening, fuck you. Okay. But also we're adults, so it's okay. We're just children. Uh, Fuck your, the, the younger version of you, young Aaron Fuentes. Um, But he would, he would come up to me and be like, dude, who cut your hair? And I'd be like, fucking my dad. My dad cut my hair. Yeah. And he's like, why is it crooked? And I'm like, it's not crooked. <laughs> but, I mean, he was just trying to be mean. Yeah. You know, he succeeded in that. But, um, yeah, it was terrible. And my sister got it, too. My sister. But she chose. She the, chose that Like, lifestyle. you didn't get to choose it. No. I mean, she brought it on herself. She did. She really did. That's on her. And she cried afterwards. Did she really? Yeah. After my dad like shaved her head. Like, oh, (laughs) so she was like, this is going to be the greatest day of my life. And then right afterwards, like, what have I done? (laughs) Oh, no, that's the worst. (laughs) So bad. I feel like especially with haircuts, (laughs) I, I, I feel like it happens more to girls than guys of like. I'm going to get a different haircut. This is a bold move, and I trust this This will immediately go well. And then right after mm-hmm. the haircut, you know, like, mm-hmm. I've screwed up, and I've ruined my life for the next two months. I think you know right, right, when, right when they do that first cut. I get the worst haircuts consistently. I've only gotten two haircuts where I left not sad. 
and I have learned that the longer it takes them to cut my hair, the worse it is. Because you can tell it hits a point where they're like, oh, they're trying to fix something they messed up. They mm-hmm. know they've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. to fix it, they have to keep going shorter and mm-hmm. shorter. And sometimes I want to just stand up in the middle of the haircut and be like, you're done. You, I'm <laughs> yeah, only giving you 10 minutes. We're good. We're good. Whatever you can get done in 10 minutes, <laughs> that is all you're allowed to do. Cause, this is over. Yeah. I, there's nothing else you can do, obviously. And, like, I don't understand. If I get a bad haircut, what do I, I – I've never told someone you did a bad job because it's like you've already done it. I know. I'm screwed. It's no It's no use in, in, in telling you, hey, by the way, this is not this what I is asked a for. shitty haircut right now that yeah. I'm sporting. Because what are they – they're going to go, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what are they going to do? They already cut the hair off. It's off. I hope that – I usually do have a very sad look on my face, and I hope that <laughs> communicates like I've ruined this poor man's life. And <laughs> I, You're just like – Physically, you show that you're very disappointed in yes. the haircut that you got. Ugh. I Do you go to the same person? Yeah, I've been going to the same person since 2009. Smart. Yeah. Her name's Jenna. Shout out to Jenna Fitzgerald. So she knows what to do. She know, We have a hair relationship mm. is what she described it as one time. And I was going in just for a cut for an interview for this job that I have currently. And, um, which is awesome. And we'll talk about that later. Um, and she was like, um, you know, you've been coming to me since 2009. And I said, that's correct. And she said, we have a hair relationship. And I was like, we do. It's I'm committed. Yeah. I'm deeply committed. Like if I ever move, she's going to have to just come and live in my house. Yeah. I can't trust anyone else now. I'm in it too deep. I so I found one person who gives me a haircut that I actually enjoy and I've only gotten two haircuts from them and then they left America for like a, a short period of time. Uh they like they moved up to Canada for a couple of months. Why? And so uh she's like an artist and so okay. she's like doing a residency at a Oh cool. art place up there. That's awesome. And so when she left, I was like, "Can you I still want to come to you when you come back, mm-hmm. but in the meantime, can you like text me what I need to ask because that's I'm so bad at telling them what I want and I think because I sound so nervous mm-hmm. and so insecure in what I'm saying yeah every person who cuts my hair just goes he doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> I know what this guy really I needs. know what you need <laughs> and then they do a bad job so I was like just tell me give me a script and hey new haircut people don't like that no they don't because I go hey the person who used to cut my hair this is what they said to do they're like and, well you're with me now bitch yeah and they look very annoyed with what I'm saying and they're, they're like, like oh, what do God. I have to do and they've done what? a bad job what, 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 what? I mean uh, okay that's fine whatever yeah one time I can remember bringing in a little sketch that I drew oh that I wanted my hair to look like yes and she looked at it and she said okay okay um, where'd you get this and I was like I just like I just drew that out and she was like oh Oh, you drew that? Oh. And I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> Actually, I did, yes. Um, so, yeah, that helped a little bit. It came out nothing like what I uh, mm, sketched out. It never does. Yeah, it was before I met Jenna, yeah. But, um, yeah, I, w- I would never cheat on Jenna with another hairstylist. I just feel like that's bad juju. Yeah. once you do that. And she'll know. She will know because it's a, it's, a, it's a network. Yeah. They all... Or we, even just like when she looks at your hair, she'll be able to tell like, yeah. I didn't do this. Exactly. <laughs> I would never do this. Who who, who did this <laughs> to you? Who touched you? These were not from, from me. Show us on the doll <laughs> where she touched you. Oh, man. That's cool. Taylor, how long have I known you um, as a person? Mm-hmm. As a person? I think... 
Probably as long as you've known your haircut lady. Yeah. Because so, uh, I, we met in college, and we I met in college, got yeah. there in 2008, fall of 2008, and mm-hmm. I didn't really talk to anyone. My freshman, probably my first semester, I didn't really talk to anybody uh-huh. at all. And so probably- Was that it, like self-preservation? It was like, okay, so at our school- Mm-hmm. Everyone, I'm. I am a very shy person. Okay. I am very awkward and uncomfortable in most social situations. Which is crazy because you're you you're really like good at talking. So yeah, I do. I do stand up and uh, I love performing. And even before doing stand up, I did theater. So like, I, I if I am like on a platform that's higher up than everybody, and I'm the only one who's allowed to talk, I'm doing great. <laughs> but like, in you just see like, this, yeah. In conversation, not so much. So I was just like very shy and I was scared to talk to people and people who I became friends with like several years later when I'm like a junior, senior in college, they would always say I would get this all all the time. Just Mm -hmm. like when I first met you, I hated you. (laughs) I thought you were the biggest jerk. I thought you thought you were better than everybody else and you would just sit in the corner and you wouldn't talk to any of us. And I was like, I was scared. I was scared of you. Terrified, and you guys were just judging me. I was, <laughs> I was so scared. So I would just sit in my dorm room, or I would go walk around town. Mm-hmm. I'm undoing my pants right now. Please. That's fine. I uh, no, that's just great. did ate, you have lunch? I ate way too much at Chipotle, and <laughs> when I got here, I was still out of breath from eating. So I was so nervous for like sitting down to do this because I've oh my I, God. when I eat at Chipotle, if I if I do it wrong, I eat too much. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to it's easy to do that. Well, it's if you have self control, you can make two meals out of it and have mm-hmm. leftovers. You know, and I always know there's a point where I reach eating it of like if I stop now, uh-huh. I will have enough to make another burrito later. Yeah, and then I just keep going. You know what I do? It's really cool. What do you do? Well, I go to Chipotle and um, I ask them to make a burrito, but don't to not close it. Yes. So they put the tortilla in the, on the basket and yeah. then they start filling it with stuff. It's like you said, it's so easy to overeat there because all I have to say is double this yes. or double that. Yeah. And they just, they're like, sure, you know, have it. And so I always get like, like double chicken, white rice, um, black beans if I'm with my wife, pinto beans if I'm by myself. Pinto beans is your I'm being bad move? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then uh I'll go sour cream um How much better are black salsa. beans than pinto? I think it's I think it's I mean you can cook black beans like terribly with a shit ton of butter and bacon yeah. just like you can with pinto beans. Right. But I think generally black beans are are like considered oh. better for you. I don't know, man. I feel like beans are all it's beans. Yeah, beans are beans. Beans are beans. Um so after I'm done uh, I tell them don't close it, and so they give it to me, and I ask for chips, and so I go sit oh. down. I I get the chips in there, I mix it all together, I eat it with chips, and then when I feel like I'm done with the chip part, right, then I'll ask Amber to close it up for me because she, <laughs> I think she used to work it at work there at you, some point. You can't do it for yourself you in a her. different like I can't do it the way she does because she like she'll take it and she'll just like massage it into place like, oh. perfectly yeah it's yeah. an art it's beautiful uh, so that's almost exactly what i do except not with you so i i get it can i get a tortilla laying inside the bowl and then i eat half of it with a fork i always ask for extra rice because i'll when, when i eat it with a fork 
my only goal is to try to like find all the rice. I'm just trying to like <laughs> dig through and get the rice. The rice is the best part for some reason uh, to, yes, for me. Is so I do love it. And so then when I get to a, when when that's pretty empty, then I fold it up into a burrito and eat it. Now usually uh-huh. I can save the I can fold it up into a burrito and then leave it in there and then like take it home and have the burrito for yeah. another meal. Or or you can just I can eat until eat I feel all. like I'm going to die. Just eat it all. I mean, it's just right there. And that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> Hence the uh, unbuttoning of the pants. I also enjoy, because I drive a lot, cause I, so I travel full-time doing stand-up. Okay. And so I drive a lot, and I love driving with my pants undone. It just feels a lot more comfortable. Yeah. But the worst part is when I get to a gas station to fill up, I park and then I have you to forget. No, I have to like sit there and do my pants again. And I'm just scared people are watching me <laughs> and like, why were his pants undone? What is he doing? What is he doing there? Why, why, why did he have his pants undone this whole time? <laughs> Was he masturbating? Yeah. So I feel like a real creep. And uh, <laughs> well, don't feel like a creep too bad because I once I once actually did masturbate in the car as I was driving. Oh, it was I was going home for break, so it was a long drive. It was a long drive. It wasn't like a five minute commute. No, and I was just bored, and I mainly just did it to see if I could do it, mm. and it worked. It's just like maneuvering your your pelvic area, and you can actually do you can actually masturbate. I'm sure a lot without of touching people... yourself. What driving? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. No, I didn't. I didn't touch myself. That's that's the thing. I had ten and two, man. Ten and two. I'm so confused. <laughs> you were talking and I was like, this is not an impressive story. I've heard this a million times. Yeah. But then there's a detail that I didn't realize was yeah, happening. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I didn't have to touch myself. I, that's what I was trying to see if I could do. What? <laughs> is masturbate without touching myself while driving. And I did it. Oh. I was really impressed. I was like, what? I did it. It was kind of a big accomplishment for me. I mean, yeah, that's you put on a resume. I did. I did. That's, that's how I got my job. Wow. Yeah. That I, haircut and then your creepy resume. Yeah, exactly. Those and then the two things. I masturbated and then and then like and I wanted I wanted to hear this. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate the support. It dying down like that creeped me out. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> they lost interest very quickly. They did. Well, it's not something that you want to clap for for a long time. It's yeah, that's just true. one of those things where you're like, okay, yeah, that's nice. Um, so you mentioned you do stand-up. Yes, I do. How long have you been doing stand-up? Also, you said that you travel a lot, and I do know... That used to live in your van. Yes, I used to have a minivan that I lived in. So what did what does that mean? Like you used to sleep in your van? Yes. So I had a in a parking lot. Two thousand twelve Honda Odyssey. Okay. Took out all the back seats. Shout out to Honda. Great, great cars, great vans, uh-huh. great gas mileage, and I put a bed in the back, and I had a little plastic. What, like, ki- what kind of bed? Like an actual mattress or no, an air mattress? Um, a, Just a bunch of blankets folded on top of each at other? At first it was that, okay. and it was not very comfortable. But then for Christmas one year, I got one of those mattress toppers. Oh. Like one like foam. Ma- and I just had that. Just the mattress topper. And that was that was great. And that Sounds awesome. Uh, a little bit more storage. 
that I had in there. And so I had a membership to Planet Fitness, and they're all over the country. So always got somewhere to shower. Oh, my God, dude. That You just confirmed to me that it is possible. Yeah. I, Me and Amber always say, if we were homeless, mm-hmm. let's just try to make enough money to pay for a gym membership somewhere. Exactly. And especially uh, Planet Fitness, if you get the $20 a month one, mm-hmm. you can always bring a guest with you. So only one of you would need a Planet Fitness membership and could always get the other person in. That is just perfect. Go on. That's just. So, yes. And uh, anywhere. So usually I would park in parking lots. Mm-hmm. I would try to find somewhere that was open 24 hours. So it would not be like noticeable that there's a car there. Right. They call it. What do they call it? Um. Uh, what is the term? There's like a type of camping, like glamping. No, that you're trying to keep it like it's covert camping. Like you, you, you're, oh. you don't want people to think someone lives in that van. Double right? O camping. Do what? Double O camping. Yes, double O camping. Golden Eye edition, where you <laughs> slaps <Yes>. only. Um, <laughs> slaps only. You just don't. You don't want people to like realize. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just wanted to. Oh, there's a car, normal car parked there. Oh, look, it's a, it's a Honda Odyssey. Yeah, and I never kept it. So no one ever bothered me. One time, a security guard came up and knocked on my window in the middle of the night because mm-hmm. I was parked in this strip mall in mm-hmm. a very like nice part of town, and they were like, "You can't, you can't sleep here. You can sleep in that parking lot." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I just went and parked over there. Oh, one time a cop, because I. It was when I first started because I was dumb and I didn't know where to so I like backed up into the far corner parking spot no, that was like that's the first place they in check. darkness and like the people <laughs> who worked at the Planet Fitness called the cops on me they were like we don't know who's in that car we don't know who that is we're worried oh, and that's so Taylor <laughs> he, just, he came up to the car and he's like what are you doing and I was like sleeping I'm trying like, to sleep and he was like okay they just want to make sure you're okay and I was like okay and like I'm so good. no one's ever tried to like rob me because I feel like that's always the fear that people have but yeah if I'm gonna break into someone's car and there's all these cars that nobody's sleeping in and one that it mine was always messy mm-hmm. uh i was usually shirtless sleeping because mm-hmm. it was very hot and they don't know why i'm sleeping Holy in my van shit you didn't have any air conditioning exactly i just learned how to sweat through sleeping like oh my god would you just wake up like just drenched like, yes uh, but then like it was worst nightmare it was pretty terrible especially i mean during the summers were the worst i learned I, how did you even do that how, okay how long did you li- live in your Van. Uh, two years. Oh, my God. So what I learned, if you park facing the east, which is where the sun comes up. Okay, you're getting you, into some Bear Grylls shit. Ex- exactly. You pee all over yourself uh, for <laughs> to warmth. To, to, for cool, to keep cool. Uh, you block <laughs> off your windshield with like a, one of those like okay. vi- visor thingies. And uh, t- uh, um, roll your windows down just a little bit. So, like, if your front windshield is blocked and that's the main place the sun is hitting, yeah. you can sleep maybe an extra hour. Okay. So, I could sleep until maybe 8 a.m. Okay. And then I would have to get up. But the main thing that sucked is no naps. During the summer in Texas, you cannot take a nap. So, I would just have to, the moment the sun went down, or, like, when it would get to 10 o'clock, it's mm-hmm. like, I have to get ready for bed. Yeah. I have to. Because uh, if I don't get enough sleep, like, I'm going to be miserable the next yeah. day. Yeah. But, but yeah, besides that, like sleeping in the cool, when it would get cold, when uh-huh. it would get like 20 degrees, yeah, that yeah. was amazing. I love that. Because you could just bundle up. Oh, yeah. Man. Dude. 
I can't. I can't. But you get to go. You can go anywhere at any time. Like I could. That was the what. That's the main thing that I still miss is that if I had an eight hour drive, mm-hmm. I could leave at midnight because mm-hmm. then I get tired. I just pull off and I go to sleep for a while. <laughs> yeah. And I can't do. I have to drive during the day now, Your and house I hate it. Is basically in the back seat. Exactly. That's a good. I mean, that's really cool. I sometimes um, I, I wonder if I could ever either a be homeless mm. like what would i do yeah or if i had like a some kind of place like a car or a van uh to live in like how would i even manage because i have to have it it's 70 degrees in this house yeah. every day yeah yeah like i make sure that the thermostat is as is at 70 and then naps like you can't take naps like what do you yeah what do you mean you don't you have to i was raised you know, Sunday service, and you come home, and you take a nap. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I hated that. My mom was like, just take a nap. You're going to love it. When And I was like, no, like, I want to, I don't want to sleep. I want to do stuff. Yeah. And then as an adult now, I'm just like, anytime I can take a nap. Naps just are like, incredible. Yeah. It's just like, you can just say, I'm done for a bit. I'll be back. We'll be right back. <laughs> And it's then, a commercial break from your it day. Is, <laughs> it is a commercial break for your day. Um, so you traveled around doing stand up. Where would you do stand up? Did you do any? Do you do clubs? What do you m- mainly do? What's your favorite thing to do? Uh, favorite thing to do. So when I was in college, uh, we would me and another guy who also did stand up. We would find tiny venues like in the area, like in the town that we were living in and we had rented out for a night and do like put on shows and that was super like there was a tiny terrible improv theater uh that didn't last very long but we were like hey can we do a show and they're yeah like, okay and like we would pack the place out and we, yeah. we'd end up like selling out a show and then having to add a second show which yeah. was like ama- amazing that yeah. that many people like cared enough to come to it yeah uh and then that place closed and then we found another venue and we like did that a few times i feel like that was the most fun because uh, every time we did it, it would be the same audience, and so I would have to like force myself to come up with new material. Yeah, and that was usually the only time that I really worked on new stuff. And so then I would like, oh, okay, the, you know, I would do like forty minutes of new stuff, and then like when I would go do other shows, it right. would be like tweaking and fixing the stuff that I had tried for the first time. So like, I have a question about stand up. Yes. Um. So like, when you're when you're doing shows. When you're doing shows and um, working out material, how often do you do the same stuff? So let's say for this week, you're going to do like a couple of open mics and then a show. Yeah. Do you do the same material for all of those shows or do you try different stuff at different shows? Uh, It depends. It depends for me. Like if it's a brand new I, I don't know so sometimes like I, I hear a lot of comedians talk about like oh gotta go back to the vault like the old stuff mm-hmm. that's like the old reliable stuff that like I don't know if this audience is gonna be like I really feel like I'm gonna have to win them over I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to do a lot of work to get them to enjoy this show so like I'm gonna go back to the vault and I'm gonna get like my best oldies and I'm gonna use yeah. that but like if it's like a, a crowd where like oh everything's going really great like they're super into this like I don't. I didn't really have to do that much to warm them up. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I'll, I've got a few new things I want to try, or I might try some like crowd work stuff. It just depends on like how game the mm-hmm. audience is. But like, that's true. I've got some bits that like I've been doing for way too long. Uh-huh. But it, it's like 
But they still work. That's it. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm, I don't want to get rid of this because I know that this is a real banger. And if I can do this first and yeah. like, get everyone on board, then I can like start doing more newer stuff. That's what also I, I think like, you know, that a crowd can really tell if you're being authentic or not. Mm hmm. So that's what I worry about because I I want to kind of get into stand up and yeah. I know I've mentioned that to you a couple of times and you're like just do it and for me it's like I have just like I don't want to come off as I don't even I don't even know how to say this like I it's a lot of self deprecation uh-huh. and I know that can be like kind of like okay like you're fat let's move on right type thing but I think it's hilarious like yeah I think. Things that are like sexual in nature are hilarious because, uh, I, like, I grew up in a really, you know, obviously a sheltered environment. You know, my my parents were ministers and stuff; they still are, and so they love the show because it's so great. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, they don't. They, they're very disappointed in me. Oh. The other uh, a while ago, my dad told me he <laughs> that he failed me as a father because I used profanity on Facebook. And when what? And then what? he didn't talk to me for like a month. <laughs> it was was I'm it laughing the, now, but I was really sad. Was it on the phone that he said this to you that he failed, or like no, was, it was it one of the comments? It like, was, oh yikes! Well, he, he 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 tried to parent me on Facebook, and he was like, "My son, you should." First, he started off with my son, which I knew I was like, "Shit, I'm in trouble." He's Mufasa, right? He's Mufasa. He was like, "My son." Uh, Please don't use profanity. It it uh, brings shame to your family. Whoa! Uh, and your wife. Oh! If you're like super upset just because I said fuck, like I can't imagine how upset you'd be if I was like addicted to meth or like beat my wife or like really serious stuff. Yeah. So, you know, my parents, they're like, you know, I have a lot of stories about how I grew up. Mm-hmm. And some of them are really embarrassing. Yeah. And some of them are really just like stupid. And those are the kind of things that I would love to just talk about. Mm-hmm. But again, you have to like win over the crowd. Like what if a lot of the crowd is like churchgoers and they don't want to hear the word shit like a couple of times or, you know, right. it's tough to kind of gauge the room. You just kind of have to hope that the crowd that you're talking to is just yeah. down. And like I know a lot of comedians talk about how, like, and I, I believe it, too, that you you should be, like, your material should be good enough that it works in a lot of different audiences, mm-hmm. right? Like, audiences who know who you are and they're excited for the type of bonkers stuff that you're going to say or, like, audiences who have no idea and they're super uncomfortable with yeah. it. Like, there should be, you know, and, and maybe it is that you kind of, like, tweak things and you kind of like slowly get into that mm-hmm. stuff. And there are other audiences where you could like, ah, oh, first thing I say is or whatever it is, yeah. you know, just um, gauge the room, kind of just read it, you know? Yeah. It, but, but like working on your material and making it strong enough that super conservative people can still like, like they catch themselves like getting mad at themselves. Like, Oh, I can't believe I'm laughing at that. <laughs> like that is the goal <laughs> to get people laughing at stuff that they yeah. don't want to laugh at. But like, it's so good. That it like wins them over, but I feel like like your material should like be able to be clean and you know not clean like, like it should it work both ways. I mean, obviously it it should work either way. Like if you read the room and you know that they are cool with you know you saying a couple of f bombs in yeah. there and stuff, you know, go ahead. But um, it's just a crazy world. Like I I love comedy and I love like 
uh, watching comedy. I, I I listen to a lot of podcasts, like you know your mom's house. I listen. I know you listen to your mom's house, um, a few other shows, and it's just um, something I think that I don't know. I have like a story to tell. Yeah, I think so. And I think you should definitely do it. Yeah, I I definitely want to. I, okay, so do you like? Do you have a favorite open mic spot that you like to go now? Like, um, the main place that I had been going to for a while. It hasn't been happening a while. So, like, I, when I am in town, I don't do as many, like, stand-up shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do storytelling shows because, like, I, I don't know. I just – I think those are so much fun where uh, the one that I've been going to is at a place called Wild Detectives in Bishop Arts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I don't know. It's just, like – like uh, – it's just a really nice environment and uh, a great place. It's not as like cutthroat. And is it pretty like intimate? Like, is it a small room or is it like a so medium sized room? It's in their backyard. Oh, cool! And they probably like, the, and it, it gets like pretty packed. That's what I feel like is probably the best part. If you go to open mics, it's gonna be just mostly other people also trying to do comedy, mm-hmm. and so like. They're not going to want to laugh as much at you because they want to be the one who is the funniest. So right. it's like almost like a competition. Uh, whereas this, like, there'll be like sixty people, and mm-hmm. like they're just there to enjoy the night, and yeah. they're just there to watch it. Like, which is great. But also, like, I'm saying this, I want to make it clear that I do think also like going to open mics and doing that is yeah. also like really important. Like, if you right. want to be in the comedy world, like. D- doing the, your due diligence and like mm-hmm. working and bombing which is what like you're going to do at first yeah and you just got to get comfortable with that and like use that as a learning experience because stand-up is the one of the only creative art forms where the only way to get better is to be in front of other people like someone could write a terrible poem mm-hmm. and realize it's terrible without anyone else having to read it. <laughs> yeah. Or you can, you know, write a song and it'd be the worst song in the world and no one has to hear it. And you can realize that mm-hmm. the only way, you know, if a joke is funny or not is if you do it in front of people mm-hmm. and then when they don't laugh, you're like, Oh, that was bad. <laughs> that was not good. That sucks. Cause sometimes I think things are really funny. Yes. And then like, I'll, <laughs> I'll like run it by some of my friends. I'll be like, Hey, got this new bit about Jesus. And like, he was the perfect, being mm-hmm. that came to earth he probably had like the most amazing penis like it was like the perfect penis and so like my friends are like laughing and then i have some other friends that are just like um jesus didn't <laughs> that jesus like they don't want to acknowledge that jesus had a penis yeah you know and so i guess i i'm it has it has to be true you have to bomb yeah, you have in order to, bomb. to find out yeah what's good and what isn't good, and then like you'll like bomb for like five minutes, but maybe get one laugh, and yeah. it's like okay, that one laugh, that's mm-hmm. the one funny thing I'm gonna take, like I'm gonna build around that, like that is the yeah. joke that works, and so like yeah, it's great. it's I I love listening to like podcasts especially because listening to comedians talk about their process. Uh, there's a show called. What is it called? What is it called? Oh, what no. What is it called? I cannot remember the name of the show. I'm what go- is it called? Um, Good One. Good One is the name of the podcast. Okay. In each episode, the host brings on a comedian. They play one of the comedian's bits. 
and then they just he interviews them and just asks them like okay uh, do you remember the first time you came up with this uh and like how did it change over time hey you used this specific phrase where did that come from and mm-hmm. it gets into like the nitty-gritty details and like how you build a bit so like when you when you write yes do you just like write on the fly? Do you like actually write it down? Like, do you have a note? Do you have notebooks full of material that you have like in filing cabinets? I I have a bunch of notebooks. I usually write like dumb thoughts or like remind myself of a story. The best the best things that I do are stories, and the best stories I do are the ones that I've been like telling to my friends for a couple of years, and then realizing like. Oh, why don't I just do that one on stage? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be perfect, you dummy! Like you dummy. Because when I tell the, you know, I'll tell it to friends, and then when I'm hanging out with their friends, they're like, "Oh, Taylor, tell that story about that one time." And then like, so I know, like, okay, this is a funny part. Okay, I know I have to say it this way to like for the big twist. Yeah. You know, I like work it all out from telling <clears> friends, <throat> and then like realizing like, oh, I've already worked this out so to get much. The sharpest you can. Yeah. So now, now, so I have like I have some notebooks, and then like sometimes it's like I have a pretty good idea. And I will, like, say it out loud to myself a bunch instead of, like, writing it out. Mm-hmm. I will just picture, like, okay, I'm on stage and I'll, like, go through it. Do you practice in the shower? Uh, no, I usually, I'll go on walks. And I'll, I'll go okay. on a walk and, like, we'll... And you'll just be crazy and I'll talk to yourself. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. People would be like, that guy's seeing some really funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, that guy's making by. himself laugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do, I do, I do it all the time. Like, I'll just, like, crack up at my own shit and I know, like... Only I will probably think this is funny yeah. because I know myself and I know like what I think is hilarious and it usually is dealing with like sexual things yeah. because I was so sheltered and so I can't like, like now I'm just like so free from that and mm. so I'm super curious and I'm just super like want to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just be like talking to Amber, you know, and she's like she's like super straight edge yeah you know and so sometimes like today i was like honey and she was like yeah and i was like do you know what a prolapsed anus is Mm, yes (laughs) and she was like please stop and i said it's when you poop your own butt yeah (laughs) or uh Weightlifters will get it. Oh you'll, my god! You'll lift so hard you'll blow a tire. <laughs> no. Yeah. I've only seen one picture of a prolapsed anus, and that is good enough for me. Like I've seen a lot. <laughs> I'm good on the prolapsed anus uh, pictures. It, it is a nice. I like that term though. It feel it like feels nice. Prolapsed anus. It feels like a vocal warm up. <laughs> it does. Prolapsed anus. If you ever need a like. Warm up your, you know, <laughs> like you're your in the, diction. <laughs> you're in the green room waiting to go on, and you're just like, prolapsed anus. <laughs> prolapsed anus. Yeah. Prolapsed anus. Prolapsed anus. That's going to be the name of this episode. Great to say, terrible to have. Yes, let's take a quick snack break, because I got some stuff here that I really want to show you, and it has to do with what I'm about to... Drink. Tell me if you tell me if you remember this.
It's a fully loaded citrus soda with carbos. Beat the rush. Oh, yeah. That is kind of scary to me because it looks like a crackhead directed it. Uh Uh-huh. Like someone on meth was just like, I need to record this commercial. And it looks so much more intense than Surge tastes. Like... I I keep forgetting because I've I've, I've had, I I loved Surge when I was a kid and then I've drinking it I've drank it recently uh, when they brought it back and I keep forgetting that it is not a Mountain Dew type soda it's not a, it's like it's like a f- more fruity Sprite you know where like Mountain Dew is like the extreme and like that to me deserves that type of crazy commercial whereas yeah. like Surge even though like the packaging it looks uh-huh. like this is crazy <laughs> but it's like oh that tastes that tastes nice like it's the like the can is green yeah you would drink that while watching like extreme sports Ugh, it's so distressed <laughs> it's got distressed markings all over it's got half tone distressed marks looking at that just makes me think about nickelodeon yeah 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 definitely definitely I think um, when Surge first came out, I was like, whoa, what is this? Like in the 90s and early 2000s. And I was like, I need this. Mm-hmm. And so I would buy it all the time. Anytime I had extra money, I would go buy a Surge. And so when he brought it back, I was like, <gasps> yeah. I was so happy. Like, how could you not be happy? And so I was, I was checking out these old Surge uh, commercials on YouTube. Okay. It's got- and progressively they get worse i feel like i feel like i feel like the first commercial like he just tried meth a couple of times the director uh-huh and and as the commercials go by it just gets more also that first commercial it was like an obstacle course to get to the surge bottle and it was just like three couches <laughs> it was just couches yeah. like i feel like if you're going to yell surge and then like you're just going to like jump over a few couches yeah. like you and know. it didn't it wasn't even like it felt like there should be more people fighting or it was like just six friends it feels like we just saw part of a slumber party and I, <laughs> and I don't think uh parkour was invented yet no because they were just fumbling over those couches yeah yeah, yeah. people didn't know how to extreme walk yet so <laughs> this one they're like on the side of a hill and again yeah. it's like friends right there you go. Someone screamed the surge, again. and now they're rolling down the hill. See, this one seems a little more dangerous to me. Okay. Yeah, now they're they're and rolling that down the hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. That, oh, we got a winner. Okay, this is the second time Wait. they've said carbos. Yeah, what does that what mean? What is a carbo? You got to feed the rush, though. Yeah, feed the rush carbos. with carbos. Does that mean oh. just carbohydrates maybe <laughs> carbs like is it just carbs it's got carbs in it but carbs are bad like people want to cut out carbs but if you make them carbos yeah. it's like holy cow it's got like, carbos you know what rhymes with carbo tybo <laughs> that's probably healthy right. yeah so that's the second one this is the third one that i found it's like a compilation okay okay so now it's like a call on a phone now he's Okay. okay, now they're running. Oh, through some puddles. Here we go. Oh, we got a skateboard. <laughs> oh, man. It's a lot more guys. <clears throat> this is like, it's a lot more guys now. Oh, here we go. Carbos. You said carbos. There's carbos. Got carbos! <laughs> Why are you mad at me, dude? Stop saying carbos. Oh, there's the call again, Surge. 
like I don't remember these actual commercials, but this is like giving me like nostalgia for like a certain feeling. Yeah, yeah. Like just the sounds and the looks of this. It's like uh, yeah, like yeah, like when you come home and like your mom has like bagel bites ready, like. And you come home and you just watch like whatever cartoons you're gonna watch. Yeah. And then there's also a surge there. See, yeah. I feel like that would be a better commercial. Just yeah, just like, like super chill. Yeah, just and your mom's around. just like, it's got carbos. <laughs> Dang, mom, chill. I'm trying to watch cartoons. <laughs> oh my god! Your mom just yelling <laughs> at the top of her lungs. You're just trying to eat your bagel bites and and sip on your surge, and she's like, it's got carbos. <laughs> CJ. It's got carbos! I don't know what that is, Mom. Mom, stop yelling, please. Oh, man, I love it. Who who are, like, your... who who? Okay, do you have any, like, favorite co- comedians yes. now? Tell me. Mike Birbiglia is my... I knew you were going to say Mike Birbiglia, because when you said you liked to storytell... Yes. I was like, you know who's an amazing storyteller? Mike Birbiglia. He's incredible. He tells one long story <laughs> for an hour. He'll go off on these tangents. Yep, it's a yep. great way to like weave in some more like observational humor and like do get a bunch of jokes in. It's so good. And I love how he can end a show with like a sweet thought. Like yeah. A ni- like I love yeah, that. Yeah. I love that too, man. It's just so... It just, He just sucks you in. It's like a movie. Yeah. Like he just tells you this whole story about his family and... uh. I don't remember which one of his um, albums I I like more. It, the one where he talks about his dad telling him to shush. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite album. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he's incredible. Uh, John Mulaney I also really love. Um, I feel like he's really great. I think Tom Segura is like effortlessly funny. Um, who else do I like? Neil Brennan's Three Mics. Have you ever seen that one? No. On Netflix, I saw Neil Brennan. Yeah. And I thought he was kind of douchey. Wait, which one? Did you see the... I saw Comedians Around the World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is not as strong as... Okay. So three mics, he has, literally has three microphones mm-hmm. on stage. <clears throat> At one of the mics, he tells one-liners. At one of the mics, he does like traditional stand-up oh, bits. Oh, wow, that's cool. And at one of the mics, he does like very like deep, sad things. <laughs> like More like confessional. It's on Netflix? Yes. Uh-huh. It's so freaking good. I have to good. check it out because that sounds really, really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so one of my favorite uh, pairs of comedians is Key and Peele. Yes. And the way that they, because they're like, they're mixed race. Yeah. And so they they have such a wide range of of people that they can be and, mm-hmm. and do. This is one of my favorite um, sketches. I don't know if you've seen this. Bravo! I don't think Welcome! I have. So what's good? Oh, well, I tell you, you have to have the kebabi. Kebabi is what you're going to have, okay? Oh, don't they serve that in the cafe across the street? No! <laughs> you cannot get the kebabi at the cafe across the street! What? what <laughs> it's just staring. Across the street is Albanian. This cafe. Macedonia. So, like, right away, he, like, it's like, oh, I already want to Google 
well, what's up between Albania right, and yeah. Macedonia? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what's the conflict between those two? That even Macedonia. the restaurants would be... I like to apologize for the behavior of my passion. I just feel bad in my brain for people to think that your mouths will have been raped by the food that they're serving at these Albanian mother bitches. These mother bitches, sons of my bitch, across the street, what they be serving is chevapi. And, and what do you serve here? We serve the kebabi. 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 No. Look at mouth. Ke. Ke. Ba. Ba. Pe. Pe. Kebabi. Sometimes I like to look at the extras uh-huh. and like figure out if they're just tr- they're trying to be as funny as Key and Peele. Uh-huh. Sometimes they are. I'm like, just do yeah. your part. Just do your That's small. what makes it funny. No one's watching this and going, wait, who is that? <laughs> Did you see the way she said K-Bobby? Uh-huh. Oh my God, I must have her. Kebapi. Kebapi. You got it. You finally did. What, what is the difference between Kebapi and Chebapi? But they don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to forgive them, right? <laughs> For the bastard mother bitches over there that are serving the Chebapi, uh-huh. put in the grilled meat. Salt. That's my new... That's my new curse word from now on, mother bitches. <laughs> you mother bitches. Pepper, diced onion, cream, kashmak, aishwar, then the goddess cheese. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> but what, what do you serve? We serve the kebab. And we put in the goddess cheese, the aishwar, the kashmak, the cream, you know. Then it's the diced onions. Sounds exactly the like the pepper and then the grilled meat. <laughs> then the grilled meat. And then we stir it. Then. And across the street, they do... Those mother bitches over there! <laughs> they mix it! The sons of mother! Mother sons of liars! They're not one. I am beetle and Okay, so then now they're going to the restaurant across the street. And now Key and Peel have switched roles. Yeah. So in the beginning, in the in the first part, for those of you who are listening, the the, the first part of the of the sketch, um, Key is um, he's like the main guy. He's the one who's talking about. And this one, uh, Peel is the main guy trying to you know push his food, and Key, and Key is the one that's kind of in the background. Now it is time for you to try the real good food, not what this. Son, um, my bitch, yes, sir, across the street. <laughs> um, 
McDonald's? And they decide <laughs> to go to McDonald's. Uh, it's so funny, dude. I feel like they're the funniest when they like are saying nonsense. My yeah. my favorite is probably the the airplane sketch where the two where they have the craziest looking faces. And oh like, yeah, and we're gonna like... sclanch them. <laughs> we're gonna Terry Terry's. <laughs> yeah, and they have like weird like facial hair uh-huh. shavings and. I saw like the outtakes and stuff, and like the guy that was, you know, talking to them. Yeah, he at one point he just lost it because how do you how do you not lose it? I feel like that would be the because like anytime you see the bloopers, for the most part, mm-hmm. it's always the main people who are the ones who like cut up and laugh, and it's all of the like smaller part people who are like doing a much better job keeping it together. Because right. I feel like you have to because like if you're if you're there for just a day to like film your one scene. And you keep laughing, I feel like everyone would hate you. Yeah. And it's like, who is this guy? Who does yeah. this guy think he is? But if Will Ferrell breaks up, it's like, oh, it's Will Ferrell. Like, yeah, because he made he 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 thinks that's funny, obviously. Yeah. Like I feel like I, I would I would just crack up all the time when it comes to like you know, trying to do that. And also I love how it sounded like he was really speaking Macedonian, like when he was just like uh-huh. like when he was just like going off on, you know, um the other guy. Um, I think this is really funny. I know this is random, but uh, have you seen this guy? Yeah. The Jesus Christ guy? Pablo Cancelo for Jesus. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, Jesus Christ. So put on the arm of God. Dude, I love this so much. We love you, God. So we do it for God, Jesus Christ. I grew up with dudes like this. Yeah. In church. There was this one guy named Bloss, and he said that when he first got saved, he would, like, cuss when he would pray. Uh Uh-huh. So it'd be like, fucking God just, like, just bless my friends and take all the shit away. Like, he would just, like, cuss and stuff. It was really funny. Um, My brother actually took um, this clip and he did like he put music to it and like he <laughs> and love each other mm mm-hmm. yep forgive each other mm-hmm. help each other and love your enemies Jesus 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 Christ we love you God This. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I want to make it my ringtone. It'll be super funny. Okay, so let's take a really quick music break. What's your favorite song ever? I don't know. Oh, can I show you? Have you listened to the new Carly Rae Jepsen album? No, who's that? What did you just say to me? <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen? Who's Carly Rae Jepsen? Call Me Maybe? Call me maybe. You. Oh yeah, yeah. That her. That her. That her. girl. Yes. That's Carly Rae Jepsen. She has other songs that are better and albums that are better. She has a new album that just came out this last week. Okay. Did tell you, me. Tell uh, me. Uh, do you ever see the Popeye movie with Robin Williams? Yes, but I I barely remember it because I saw it on a Sunday matinee after church when I was like in thir- thirteen or fourteen. 
Okay. That was really specific. Yeah. The movie came out in uh the eighties, so right. I guess I guess they, yeah, I saw it late, like way late. Yeah, yeah, I was very, I was like, how old are you? I was very confused <laughs> for a second. Okay, here's what I need you to do first. This guy, this is gonna take a second, but the, I pl- okay. this is worth it to me. Yeah, uh, on YouTube, look up Popeye. He needs me. Popeye. He needs. There me. we go. Top one. Here we go. Damn it. Yep. And click on the third one. Oh, my God. Okay. So, this is from the Popeye movie. Okay. Robin Williams' first film. Uh, it was his first film? Yep. It's a musical about Popeye. And Shelley Duvall from The Shining plays mm-hmm. Olive Oil because she looks like a real-life olive oil. Yeah, if that's where, if she were to be a real person, that would be her. So, the it's like... It's like kind of a cult classic. I don't know. I feel like oh, definitely there a cult are th- classic. Things about this movie that are very iconic, especially this song, um, which is "He Needs Me." This this is, is an ad, and I do not want. Okay, in my hand. no, I don't care. I don't care. This is the amount of money Bro. that I make okay. every single day. All right, you douche. He's so mad at me. He's so mad. Okay, skip okay. to maybe forty seconds in. Forty seconds. Let's in. see if that's good enough. So she's singing about how Popeye okay. needs her. Okay. It could be fantasy. Beautiful song. She is. It's, t- it's a very simple song. Or maybe it's because he needs me. He needs me. He needs me. He needs me. Very repetitive song, also. But so, uh, you ever see Punch Drunk Love, the Adam Sandler movie? Ever yeah, seen that movie? Yeah. So they used. This they did like an orchestrated version. They added like they made like a very beautiful version of this song and used it in that film. It's very great. In in uh, Punch Drunk Love, yes. But Let's look that up then too. Okay. Oh, uh, if you go back, uh, the second video is that version. This so, one, yes. Okay, so this is the version that is on Punch Drunk Love. Yes. I feel like Shelley Duvall could either be really beautiful or just really scary to look at. <laughs> uh-huh. Very nice. Very sweet. Very sweet. So now look up. Uh, ev- uh, what is the song called? I lost my... Carly Rae Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. Um, I think it's... Ev- yeah. Everything He Needs. Charlie Ray, Chip, Geppetto. Everything he needs. Yep. Okay. So this is. So this is her song. This just came out. Okay. This just came out. Yeah, like two weeks ago. Okay. So what? What's the relation between what we just heard? So go ahead and play it, and maybe skip thirty seconds in as well. Okay. Listen to that groove. Oh yeah. Okay. This sounds way better than that song that she's known for. Yeah. This sounds legit. Ah. Uh, yeah. Dude, 
dude, that's so good. So she is like a huge musical theater nerd, and apparently her and her um, co-writers, when they were working on the album, they were just sitting around like, man, you know what song I love? I love that song from Popeye. And yeah. everyone's like, yeah, that song's great. And they all just started like working on it, and they turned it into this. It's got carvals! <laughs> it's got carvals! And... Uh, so she writes the song, but her managers are like, dude, there's no way we're going to get the rights to this. Disney owns the rights. <laughs> right. They've got all the carbos. They're not going to let us <laughs> use this. So what she does, this freaking nerd, she writes up a fake agreement that says, I hereby give Carly Rae Jepsen the rights to use this song on her album. What? She then takes that. She goes to Disneyland, waits in line to meet Mickey Mouse, and gets Mickey Mouse to sign it in character. And they take that to Disney and say, hey, look, Mickey Mouse already said it, it was okay. He, he already agreed. So. And they were like, that's really cute. Yes, basically. And they oh let her use it. Oh, my gosh. That is, such, that is such a good like way to get around it. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, that was so smart. You have no listeners in South America or Africa. And, no. Uh, and that's what I'm so mad about. So we need. One. I mean, I don't know what I can do. Maybe I should do more like cholo accents. We did uh we did have an episode where we talked about if we were to be like gangsters, what would our cholo names be? And like we like we picked like El Payaso, which means the little clown. Uh-huh. So that would be mine. That sounds so much more intimidating in Spanish. El Payaso. Yeah, that's a, but like I'm a little clown. Yeah. Like that's like you say it in English, oh here comes the clown. Uh-huh. But you say, I viene el payaso. Oh, man. I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm scared. Tell him to go. <laughs> Tell the payaso to not come here. It's terrifying. Uh, I'm getting no love from South America. I think I should like... Brazil, where you at? Brazil. <laughs> I got a couple of plays from Australia mm. like a couple of months ago. Come back. Yeah, Asia really likes me and so does Europe. And when I say really like, I mean, it's just like... Two and four percent of our my listeners, but it's really cool. That is really cool. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, let's check out this song by Mac Miller. It's called "Hurt Feelings." Sounding like a concert or a 
always said I wanted all, but it's not enough. Okay. Yeah, I'm always saying I won't change, but I ain't the same. Everything's different. I can't complain. Don't know what you miss. Shame on you. Shame on you. Everything's strange. That's just a game. Everybody tripping. Throwing it away. We was getting lifted. Now we getting paid. Slide. Yep. I'm too grounded. Push whips that move mountains. New cribs, blue fountains. These are my surroundings. I be going through it. You just go around it. But it's really not that different I'm when you think about it. Change, but I ain't the same. Everything's different. I can't complain. You don't know what you miss. Shame on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame on you. Yeah. Everything's strange. That's just a game. Everybody tripping. So good. Taylor, do you like rap? I do like rap. I love rap. Uh, I'm late to the game with rap. Hi. So Venice. I really only like, you know, artists that I like now. I don't know, like, the history of hip-hop. Right, right, right. And all that stuff. So I feel like a real weenie uh-huh. whenever I talk about hip-hop and rap and say... I like Mac Miller uh-huh. and Logic, and they're like, I like I do like Biggie Smalls though. There's I love Give Me the Loot. That's like one of my favorite songs of his. It's so fun. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. So, before we um, sign off here, I have this really cool thing that I want to do, uh, which involves a little bit of improv. And I've always wanted to do this, but I never had like the tools. I never could find anything really good that sounded, you know professional but because i am a, a subscriber to the uh, to the adobe cloud Whoa. <laughs> so fancy <sighs> oh you all right there yeah i'm okay so i found these really cool ambient sounds um so i'm gonna i'm gonna say a few okay. and then you pick one or two out of those that you want to do improv and then You'll just go, and then I'll I'll try to follow you. Okay, if I can. Okay, so here we go. We have um, factory entrance door. Okay, of the factory. I don't know. Uh, we got auto repair shop busy. Okay. Okay. We got a basketball girls game. 
We got car parked interior windshield wipers. So you can put that together, what it's going to sound like. Children's group beach playground. Okay. Um, Let's do the girls basketball one first. Okay. 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 We can do that. Okay. So um, let's just test the audio. Okay. That's good. All right. So, all right. Here we go. I'm just going to feed off of you. Okay. Oh man! Hey, uh, so uh, wh- which w- which one's uh, your your daughter, huh? Uh, I don't I don't have a I don't have a daughter here. I just uh, I just like the game. You you just got. I just like the game. Really? Because I I've seen you at every every game here. Yeah, I feel like not a lot of people like uh, put any uh, time into watching some girls basketball. And so you, you're just here to support them? Yeah. I pretty much, wherever they go, I go where they go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Wait, no. Hey, no, no, no. Let's, don't. Watch this one. Watch, no, this. No. Watch number 35. Do you, so do you, do they know that you go? Oh. Do, oh. You see that? Did hey, you see do, that? Look me in the, look me in the eye, sir. Do you, do they know that you follow them everywhere? Um, I don't see how that's important. I'm just trying to enjoy the game. So just from the shadows, you're supporting these I'm teenage not in the shadows. girls. I'm not in the shadows, though. I'm here in the second row. I'm I'm being supportive. I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of people. I go to every game, to the away games too. Do you talk? Do you like ever talk to them? No, that's creepy. That's creepy. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Did everyone just vanish? <laughs> I added some some effects. Hello. <laughs> oh no. Okay. This is the inner monologue. What have I done? <laughs> also the so the clips are just like a minute and a half. Long, okay. So. I did, I did. Okay. 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 No, that was great. Okay. Let's do a couple more. Um, okay. Let's see. We got uh, construction near traffic. We got ambience of a lawnmower at at a house. Um, let's. Uh, what was the playground one? The kids' playground one. Yeah, let's do that one. Oh, okay, here we go. Okay. All right, kids. Uh, got thirty minutes left of recess. Listen to your father. Yep. <laughs> listen to listen to uh, now. Listen uh, to your father. Hey, hey, uh, Janine. I know you're a substitute teacher uh, here at the elementary school, and this is your first day. It's, it's. I, I, I just want to stay their teacher. I know that sometimes it can feel like we have a parental role in their life. We, we see these kids eight hours a day. Yeah, right, right. I know. I we're know. their parents. No, no, we're not. No, we're not. In fact, that's what we need to talk to you about. I can't have kids. Okay. <laughs> that's the third time I've heard you say that today. Um, our classrooms are right next to each other's, and I I heard you say it this morning uh, while you were crying, and none of the kids were in class yet, and you just said it to an empty room. I heard you say it in the middle of, I believe, a I math- have to say it to somebody. Okay. I it- say it to the class pet. Okay. Led. His name's Led. He's a turtle. Oh. Okay. And then you said it during math. Also, I heard. I can't have kids. Okay. <laughs> okay. And that's the fourth time you said it to me. And 
So is that why you got into te- being a teacher? Yes. So they- Were their parents? No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna try not to be a creeper this next one. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. <laughs> one of us has to be a creeper. Uh, factory entrance door, auto repair shop. Um, we did the girls' basketball game. Ambience, car parked interior winds windshield. Let's do that one. Let's do car parked. Okay, okay. okay. How long are we gonna wait for this guy? I mean, I get just like as long as as long as it takes, I guess. Right? He's been in there for two hours. I know, but like I, I feel like we've all taken that that, that, that long before, right? Like, I understand when nature calls, you gotta go. Yeah, but it's been two hours. We gotta get back. I yeah, I know. Look. And if we all would have worn the adult diapers that I bought for us all? I'm wearing mine. You are? Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you for being so supportive. Have you used it yet? Twice. <laughs> you haven't changed, uh, though. I peeped, I peeped and I pooped. You peeped? Yeah. That's so strange. I haven't smelt or heard it. It's one of those... Uh, it's one of those... Wait, smell how, absorbent. How long ago did you do that? It's, I mean, that's not important. Is Has it, it been mean, more than an hour? Like, when did we start? The, when did we get in the car? We le- we left I for did this it, trip six hours ago. I peed before. As soon as you said, "Here, put these on." <laughs> immediately. Immediately. We did that, and then we were at your house for another forty-five minutes before we left. You could have I used. Could, I could have changed. But I didn't. I don't. I don't know why. I just really. I thought that, uh, that you put might... a lot of effort into it. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh! This is so stupid. It is very silly. Oh my gosh! All right, let's do this car auto. This auto repair shop. Okay. Uh, yeah, just uh, put them over on the side over there and uh, get those boxes loaded. That one's got the carbos. Hey! hey! Vinny! Vinny! Uh. No, don't don't look at me like that. This is the second shift I've given you, and I didn't have to. Yeah? Well? I, I, kn- I know your mother. I know your mother. I can't. I can't. I got peanut butter on my hands. I can't touch anything. I got peanut butter all over my Put hands. Put the peanut butter down. Get the boxes ready. We got a shipment out of here uh, at 3 o'clock. I, do, I, don't, I literally do not know where this peanut butter came from. I did it. I haven't. Get a towel. I. Why? Why do you have peanut butter in your hands? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I fell asleep on the job. I woke up with peanut butter on my hands. Lunch was three hours ago. You, you, I, you don't think I know that? You don't think I'm concerned? <laughs> Someone is pulling a prank on me. <laughs> you need to get. You're the manager. Where's the forklift? It's over there. Where did you park it? I uh. I was building a fort. <laughs> In the warehouse. How many times have I told you? Yeah, Vinny, come here. Vinny, uh, come yes, here. Yeah. Come here, look. Look how at many, all this peanut butter. How many times have I told you you can't build a fort in the warehouse? I mean, you, you told me a, a lot. Oh, <laughs> 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 
this one? The lawnmower. It's a hot one out. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad out here. Summer's here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it is. Summer is here. And it it, it ain't going anywhere. No, not for a couple of months. And then you got global warming. Well, sure. Nice caps are melting. Okay, all right. I mean, if you believe. If you believe that sort of thing. See you later, Florida. Okay. See you later. But it's not like it's not like man-made. It's not our problem. Goodbye, New York. Okay. It's all gonna be underground. Underground or underwater? Both. The, Is this your mole man conspiracy again? The water will be the new ground. It's like it's gonna be Waterworld. I like I, I like Waterworld. I I wouldn't mind that. As long as I get to be Kevin Costner. He's so cute. Ugh. What a, what a guy. What a treasure. He played Robin Hood. I do that? I do like that movie. I like that movie a lot. Do you really? Yeah. I really do, honestly. It's a bizarre movie. It is a bizarre movie. What about First Night? Oh, that's not Kevin Costner. That's Richard Gere. I don't know who that is. Richard Gere. Oh, I don't know what that... First Night, I don't know First Night. I know who Richard Gere is, yes. First Night, look it up. Okay. I saw that... Black Knight, Martin Lawrence. (laughs) We saw that movie in school. Really? Yeah, and there was one part where there was like a sexy scene, Mm -hmm. and the teacher just like let us watch it, and this was like... Your teacher was like, be cool. (laughs) Be cool, don't say anything. Uh and I was like, I can't watch this. I'm a Christian. Right. And so I <laughs> got up. I was like, um, Mr. Benavides, I can't watch this. My parents won't. They say it's wrong. And he's and he's like, just sit down. It's going to be fine. And I was like, I, I really am not allowed to watch this. And he's like, class. Holy class. cow. Mr. Perez isn't allowed to watch this. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a teacher who's. On the end of his rope. Yeah. We're going to have to just uh, skip this skip this part of the movie. Sorry to ruin your day, Sorry perverts. Sorry to ruin your day. <laughs> and I remember, like, I got so much shit. I bet. From my classmates. They were like, come on, CJ. Just sit down. Just close your eyes. You pussy. Ugh. I know. I was like, don't call me that. <laughs> it's rude. Um. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible terrible time well like what a weird teacher what a weird thing just be like okay go sit in the hallway yeah for five minutes like just be go cool outside. about it exactly don't be <laughs> pussy as he said and i felt like i felt terrible and then i just was like i really can't listen to this guys i'm sorry like i'm not allowed uh, wow i remember in fifth grade our teacher read us harry potter and one girl had to go to the library and sit there to read chronicles of narnia because her mom wouldn't let her read harry potter so she would just literally go to the library for like an hour while we our teacher read us harry potter and it was freaking awesome that sounds awesome well that's gonna be it for the show today um, you guys, thank you for listening. Taylor, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for it having was super me. Super fun. This it was, was really super fun. Goofy time. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm totally down for that. We've got carbos. 
we if if we take anything away from the show, it's uh, that carbos are real. Carbos are real, and they're everywhere. They will save you. They will save you, and they're healthy. Yes, because you know, why else would you announce? Carbos so- will save your marriage. It's not carbos. Um, <laughs> you guys, right into the show. Trash Animals Podcast at Gmail dot com. Also, please write to the show. <laughs> South America, please listen to the show. Um, we're also on Instagram at Trash Animals Podcast. Check us out there for the rare times that we do post things. Um, you guys producing this show is a lot of work, so you know, just chill. So say th- say thank you, say, you jerk. Say thank you, prolapsed anus, <laughs> prolapsed anus. I had too many carbos, and I got a prolapsed <laughs> anus. Yes. Um, you guys, also, Taylor, do you have any shows coming up? No, I don't have anything right now. You can uh, My Twitter and my Instagram uh, would be the best place to okay. find me. What are those names? Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R-D-S-O-N. And uh, cool. I've, I have a newsletter that I put out every Monday with uh, oh. links to stuff that I've made, updates on what I'm doing, and then like recommendations like, hey, if you think I'm funny, you'll also like this. And you can uh, sign up for that at followtaylor.com. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, everybody, thank you for listening again to the Sweet Sounds of the Trash Animals podcast. We want to thank our guest, Taylor Johnson, for uh, co-hosting and... Uh, You guys, we'll see you next week for another fresh pile. Um, We love you. Taylor, say goodbye. Goodbye. Carbos. Up at the crib with something exotic. I don't smoke, but she love to smoke and look good as fuck when she light it. When she ride it, it's crazy. Love when I get inside it. Baby, stop trying to hide it. If the feeling's dead, then about it. Baby girl, where you been? I feel like this is the moment. I mean, it feel like it, don't it? Shit, girl, I know that you want it. But fuck all that. Take the time to get down. down. Stop all that running around. Right. I'm feeling you, feeling me. Know that you're winning me, baby girl. Let me get down. Cause my mind gone. gone. That's the type of shit that I'm on. I'm on. Rip the mic and I go. Ooh. Fuck around with this flow. Feeling life like this is so crazy. so crazy. This world is amazing. Yeah. One day you're on top and the next she having your baby. Living life like this, I get down. Uh, down. When they come around, uh, I do my best to fall back and not, not make a sound. sound. I'm, gone. I'm gone. So long.